welcome to episode 26 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experience to help like-minded, ambitious young women set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So for today's episode, it's been inspired by something that happened to me today. Like I said, all my episodes are based on my life experiences and as I learn something, sometimes I get a little bit inspired and want to share it with you guys and that's what's happened in this instant. So I thought, well, I'm feeling inspired, great time to record. I'm trying to be doing them a bit more when I'm feeling the episodes. Maybe this is what not feeling stressed feels like. Maybe that's what I'm feeling. It's not actually inspired. It's just not stressed. But either way, I feel like I'm in a good place to get another episode recorded, actually getting on top of some episodes, which feels nice for a change. And so I wanted to share this topic with you guys. And it's something you will have heard a thousand times before, I guarantee, and you already know because I will have it in the episode title, but I want to talk about why comparison is the thief of joy. You hear that saying all the time, comparison is the thief of joy. We know not to compare ourselves to others, but this is just a little reminder for you guys because I had that reminder today that comparison really is the thief of joy and I just want to share it because sometimes it's nice to have a little reminder of even the things that we do know. We need to sometimes a little nudge in the right direction or kick up the butt to say stop comparing ourselves to others or whatever it might be. But today we're going to talk about comparison because it's so easy to do. It's easy to say don't compare but oh my god we all do it. With social media it's so easy to do. With people around us all the time it's so easy to do. Just in our human nature we compare, compare, compare. So it takes a very strong-willed individual to not be comparing themselves to others and kudos to you like if you figured out how to stop comparing yourself and not caring then amazing like give me all those tips but I think a lot of us sometimes need that gentle reminder so I'll chat to you today about what happened to remind me. Part of what's kind of got me inspired and feeling so good is that today was my very, very last day of university forever, unless I decide to go back, but that is not on the radar at the moment. So today was my last day. I did my last ever uni assignment yesterday and today I finished watching everyone else in my course do their presentation. So exciting day, which also contributes to a bit of positivity and inspiration, but something happened during all of these presentations and I wanted to share with you what happened. So bit of a backstory. I knew that this was going to be a presentation that I had to do. It's been something that's been on my radar since last year. And if you're not watching this at the time of release or listening to this, I should say, sorry, I've been watching things all day. This is December. So end of the year. I knew that I had to do a presentation to my peers and Before COVID, I thought that was going to be in a lecture theatre presenting to a whole auditorium of people. But because of COVID, it ended up being on Zoom. Either way, I knew I had to present to a large cohort of people. And often people find that intimidating because the number one fear that people have is public speaking. I was listening to a podcast where they were speaking about people's fear of public speaking and that (laughs) people would rather be dead then well that's a bad way it goes fear of public speaking and then death so people fear public speaking more than death you probably heard this before but basically they were talking about how people would rather be in the casket at a funeral 
than being the one presenting the eulogy at the funeral because that's how much people fear public speaking. Anyways, that was a side note. The point of that was I knew I had to do this big public speaking thing that had been a big lead up and it was going to be nice to get it over and done with. But one thing I'd had in my mind for all of this time is that because I'd started this podcast in the middle of the year during COVID, I thought that it was actually going to be really good practice because in this podcast episode, I speak for half an hour or more pretty much each episode. I do it based off dot points. I don't have written notes for 30 to 60 minutes worth of talking and I have to, you know, reflect on my episodes and improve my speech because I try not to edit these episodes too much to save time. So I've got to get better at not saying um and ah and get better at speaking basically. And I thought this skill will hopefully translate to public speaking and presenting And I was really excited to have something that was a challenge in one area, hopefully translate as a useful skill to another area of my life. And I was excited to put that to the test because sometimes I found that I'm doing this personal development and then I'm not finding it reflecting in other areas in my life, which I've spoken about in other episodes about how that can be really tough because it means that you're not living up to your own expectations. But for this one, I felt This is some pretty useful skills I'm teaching myself. I'm refining my speaking skills, getting better at speaking and thinking on my feet and not needing notes and being confident to speak. So with this presentation, it was just going to be 10 minutes. And I say that just 10 minutes because for me, I'm now confident to do a 30 to 60 minute, not speech, but to speak for that long. So I was like, okay, that's great. I can do that. And I wanted to be engaging. So I was hoping that sometimes these skills that I learnt with my podcast that would make me more (laughs) engaging that I could talk and hold an audience more because hopefully if you've been listening to my episodes I'm holding your attention so anyways I was excited for this presentation which is weird because I've managed to when I was a teenager overcome that fear of public speaking it still makes me really nervous but I don't say that I'm terrified of public speaking anymore but I never thought I was good at it in the sense that I definitely thought I had a lot of room to improve. Like I would still read off notes. I wouldn't be someone who could get up and just do a presentation without notes. Anyways, (laughs) this is really long backstory. I've just realized. There you go. Able to talk. (laughs) So I was keen to put this to the test. Basically didn't end up having to present to an auditorium. So presenting to Zoom is way less scary. And I think a lot of my peers would probably say that it was a lot easier than presenting to an auditorium of people when you're just sitting by yourself and speaking to a screen. Anyways, I still did all the preparation. I still didn't want to read off cue cards. I still wanted to just speak and practice it and know what I was going to talk about and really try to go in and approach it in a different manner. So going into this presentation, I was the second person out of about 50 people and I actually didn't feel too nervous. I wasn't sure if it was a good or a bad thing that I was second because it meant I couldn't compare myself to anyone being the second person really. But then on the other side, I couldn't compare myself to everyone else so I didn't get that chance to get feedback based on other people's mistakes and their um, things that they did well. So I didn't get to implement that in mine if I was on the second day. But either way, I didn't get to say it so I was second. And I didn't get too nervous or too worked up about it because I was prepared 
Um, I've done an episode on this before, but, you know, using your emotions to tell you what you need to do if you're feeling scared or fearful and it probably means you need to go do more preparation. And I didn't feel that. So I was like, okay, I'm prepared. That's great. That's a really good sign because I had, I practiced it over a couple of days, practiced it to different people. So I was like, good job, Michaela. You've actually put that into practice. And I did the presentation and I felt good about it. I actually felt pretty confident. I felt that I spoke well. I didn't stumble. I didn't lose my train of thought. It all kind of went as I'd practiced it. And I was like, oh, that translated well. Like those skills that I was hoping would translate had translated. I was able to do that presentation relatively easily. I had done my preparation. I didn't have to use cue cards. I didn't have cue cards. And it felt easy. And this is a question I might have mentioned before because it's one that Sam Laura Brown, who I mention every episode, uses. But what would this be like if it was easy? And for this presentation, it was easy because I didn't have to spend hours and hours writing out notes and then writing out tons of slides and then cutting them back and putting it into speaker notes and then writing cue cards out. I actually just knew my content inside and out and practiced it. And it was easy. And that sounds really good because you'd be like, okay, you knew your shit, you got up there, you presented it, that's what you're supposed to do. I only had to create five or six slides because I knew what I was talking about. So it's just a few dot points. And I felt good about that initially. So this is the main point here. I felt really good, felt prepared, I felt confident, did the presentation, done. And it wasn't hard. It was easy, which is so bizarre. But that can be the case if you ask yourself, what would this be like if it were easy? And then you can make it easy. And that was good. I got it done. And then I got to sit and watch another 48 presentations. There are maybe a few less, but about 48 more. (laughs) And this is where comparison was the thief of joy. I felt really good. I did feel joy after doing my presentation because it was my last uni assignment, like so exciting. And I felt like everything I'd expected had kind of happened. And then... I watched presentation after presentation and everyone did an incredible job, like really, really well done. And I felt going into this assignment that there wasn't a lot of guidance. There was a rubric and we'd been sent an email with some stuff that generally people talk about when they do their presentations and that was it. I hadn't seen people present in the past, so I didn't know what to include in being second. I didn't get a chance to edit my PowerPoint, which was a good thing because it meant I didn't have to repractice it or anything but it was bad in the sense that then I felt like I missed things and I should have done that and like oh I didn't know to do that I didn't know to include that and so then each presentation I found things that I should have done or that I did wrong that they did better than me and I was comparing every single time and like I think that everyone else did a fantastic job but I was thinking that I did a poor job and by the end of the second day I was still on that high of being finished And then on the second day, which was today, I was just watching everyone else's. I didn't have to present again. And the comparison just got worse and worse. Rather than feeling relief that I was done and happy with my efforts, because I did. I felt really happy and proud of myself for being able to present without notes. Like I've never done that before in uni, I don't think. So I was happy. And then by the end of the day, I was feeling really worried anxious, regretful, feeling all these negative emotions. I was wanting to start numbing myself. I was on my phone scrolling. I was doing a colouring in 
drawing, one of those, you know, fine line ones where you colour it all in. I was wanting to go and eat some food, just like wanting to numb my emotions. Like I could feel it bubbling up because I was starting to get these negative emotions and I was starting to get really worried that I'd kind of bombed. I started to think I'd made a mistake with my actual assignment that I'd been presenting about. I was like, oh, I've just stuffed it up completely. Like all these other people have done such a good job and mine missed so much. And a lot of this was because we had lots of different ways to evaluate our projects and I was thinking they've all done really great demonstrations with graphs and they've put in more slides they've put in more effort look at all these powerpoint slides that they've got I didn't do enough I didn't do enough like they spent so much more time on it than me all these thoughts were going around for the eight hours that people were presenting so by the end of the day my stomach was just a knot and I just felt really disappointed in myself that I didn't do a good enough job and it was my last presentation and I let myself down because I should have prepared more and had my presentation be up to the scratch that everyone else's was. And it was just this constant comparison, which you've probably picked up on now. Anyways, by the end of that, I was like, oh, this just sucks. I wish I had have done what they all did. I was just so in my head about it that I forgot how good I felt. And it was just negative talk. I was a lot of just a lot of self doubt. I was feeling stressed, even though I was Oh, I am done with uni. I was feeling stressed about uni and I was trying to tell myself but I was so caught up in it that you can't stress about things that have happened in the past. There's no point regretting things because you can't change what has been and I knew this theoretically but I was still sitting in these negative feelings and I was starting to feel stupid and I've just dotted down this kind of spiral that I felt and then I was just feeling like a failure and it was all just because of this comparison <laughs> I've drawn here just before I did this episode. I was like, I've just got to get these sorts down because I had to go and do something and then come back. And I just drew a spiral all the way down and down and down and down until I ended up at the end of the day. <laughs> and it really did. It was just a s- spiral. And Brene Brown speaks about like a shame spiral. And I feel like I started to do that almost because I was just telling myself, and this was, oh, this is another episode I need to do, but she speaks about shame being. I am bad and guilt being I did something bad and it was definitely I am bad I did badly or I am a failure I am stupid like all these things were going in my mind about I am so it wasn't guilt it was definitely shame and that was something I learned from Brene Brown so I might do an episode on that little mental note to self so I'd lost touch with reality because I'd completely forgotten how good I felt after it was done and I got some positive feedback as well. So it wasn't even just internal validation. I was getting external validation from others, which you don't need, but I was getting it, like a few messages from friends saying your presentation was great, teacher had messaged me to say your website was great. All the feedback was that I did a good job and I'd completely forgotten that, giving me two days of comparison forgotten all of that completely gone and anyway this is just one long story time for you guys but then we got to do some awards at the end of this two days of presentations which was cool because it was nice to see that there was people that got to be rewarded for their presentations and there was an award for the most creative and it was pretty clear who that one was going to go to and then there was award for best presentation like the best verbal one 
And it was pretty clear who that was going to go to. So we all voted for it as students. We voted for those two people. The people that I voted for, I think everyone else voted for as well. Like it was pretty clear cut. And so those two people won it, which was great. Like that was pretty fair and warranted. They did excellent. And then they, because they had the best products and presentations, there was a third award and it was for the best marks and it couldn't go to these two because they had already gotten the awards and the teacher wanted to share the love around a little bit. And so they were like, oh, well, what do we do? And he's like, what do I do? What do I do? We can't give it to the first and second. Do we give it to the third? He's like, oh, then my next problem is there's two people that came third. He's like, oh, uh, I, I don't know. We'll find another award and we'll give it to the two people that came third. At this point, I've just been sitting there not really thinking too much. And so the best marks have obviously gone to those first two people. And then, while I'm sitting there, next thing you know, my ears perk up. My name, along with someone else's, was called out. And this feels like a bit of a brag, but I just want to tell you the full story. So I got the third best mark and I was in shock. Like, I'm pretty sure if you're watching my camera, my jaw would have hit my desk. Like, I was just like, what? Like... And then it kind of brought back that feeling of, yeah, you remember? You were happy with your presentation. I was like, oh, shit. Like, the teacher has given me an amazing mark for it. And it didn't matter that I got an award for it or that everyone else knew. But the fact that I had initially felt really good about it was reflected by the fact that I had gotten one of the top marks. And by the end of the day... I'd compared myself so much that I'd talked myself down so much and that wasn't an accurate reflection of what I actually produced. The mark that I got for it was actually really good. So it's just a reminder that comparison can be the thief of your joy completely and it's not even warranted or placed in reality. Like It makes no sense because it's all just in our minds. It's just this negative self-talk that's not accurate. And that was the biggest thing for me is that it wasn't accurate self-talk and I'd just been so caught up in the comparison that it made me lose touch with the reality of the situation. And so that was so nice because as much as I hate it, I still appreciate that external validation and to hear that I had gotten a really good mark when I'd felt really good about the presentation to know that what I had done was adequate that it was enough was really nice and that all comes down to that perfectionist mindset of that self-doubt that lack of confidence and wanting external validation so that's all stuff for me to work on but it was a nice reminder that I was prepared I did feel confident and at the time I did feel like I did a good job because I'd gone in and I did exactly what I'd prepared for and that was reflected and that was the most exciting thing and I think for me It was exciting because these skills that I'd learnt in this podcast were apparent to, I don't know what my peers thought, but my teacher had marked me well. So it was apparent to my teacher at least that I was more confident. I did um, a more engaging presentation, I guess, because the presentation was the scores, the rubric was based off a lot more to do with less content and more presentation. So were they engaging? Was it well presented like spoken well easy to follow good understanding but it wasn't really relevant to the content so by the time I'd 
second guessed myself and said everyone had done a better job because they'd done more slides or they'd written more. I started to think that everyone who'd written more and had more cue cards and stuff that they were reading off had put in more effort and were more deserving of a better mark because look how much they'd written. It took me out of touch with the fact that there was a reason that I hadn't written those notes. I was still prepared and it was easy but it wasn't necessary to have these big blocks of writing. So it's a reminder that just because something's easy doesn't mean that it's not the best thing that you could be doing. It doesn't have to be hard to be good. It's not always about the effort equaling, I guess, the outcome. So sometimes, like I think they say that 80% of your results come from 20% of your work. You don't have to be doing the hard work 100% of the time to get 100% of your results. Sometimes a little bit of your work, so that 20% of work will produce the most amount of your results. So because I had put in, you know, perhaps 20% of effort into practicing my speech without, you know, spending tons of time writing out speaking notes, like it would take ages. It would have been a couple of thousand words to write 10 minutes of speaking rather than do that, that. 20% of effort I feel like translated to my 80% of results in feeling confident presenting an engaging presentation I think I might be overshooting but no I got a good mark I'm not overshooting I constantly undersell myself and even I was telling my family about it and I was saying oh well I went second so my teacher must have been fresh and given me a better mark and they're like don't undersell yourself so yeah just a little reminder to myself and to you guys not to compare and then not to undersell yourself as well when you do find out that you actually are good enough and that you did well. Because I think we struggle to give ourselves praise if you have got the perfectionist mindset more particularly. Because we have such low self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence, all these great things that people preach all the time. But it's a lot easier said than done. So I just wanted to share that example while it was still fresh in my mind because it's so easy to be told not to compare to others but I want to give you a real-time example, my little story time for you guys of what comparison can do because it's not an accurate reflection. So hopefully that just reminds you that maybe you need to stop comparing because maybe your situation isn't as condensed as mine. Like I feel like mine was amplified. Like I had a nice start and middle and end because I presented at the start, had the whole 16 hours to compare, 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 compare. And then it was brought back in check with reality with a mark that was given straight to me that really gave me a reality check and to kind of prompted me to stop comparing. But for you, you might be in a situation where you've been comparing for weeks or months it might be you're comparing your body image on Instagram every single damn day. It might be that you're comparing your success in your career to your peers who are in the same job or different jobs. You might be comparing, you know, how often you exercise to other people and thinking, oh, well, they're doing it more. But there's so many different areas we compare that, you might be so caught up in it because you've done it for so long that you don't realise there's no quick start and end that's giving you that reality check for what's actually real. And then we just see people's highlight reels as well. So 
like I say, in social media in this day and age, like it's just really tough. So this is my little uni experience that gave me a little reality check to stop comparing because it really did it stole my joy comparison is the thief of joy like I felt so happy and then I felt really anxious by the end of that day because I honestly thought I'd stuffed up it's bringing up so much self-doubt and I thought like there was I thought I'd made a mistake that might have made me fail my assignment and then I ended up getting a top mark so that was a good reality check for me but I think a lot of us don't get reality checks in our day-to-day and I want this to be your reality check I want you to go oh that yeah maybe I am comparing and I didn't realize and I need to stop doing that because you're causing yourself suffering and a lot of negative emotions that probably aren't an accurate reflection of what's actually going on with yourself and it's probably not an accurate reflection of what others are even doing either like I was thinking when I saw that people had done you know lots of writing they'd written out really good speaker notes I thought that meant they were more prepared than me but it did not mean they were more prepared because they were reading off notes that meant they weren't prepared but to me I'm like oh they put in more effort they're more prepared they've done a better job but in reality they probably weren't prepared and I'm just assuming that they were but they probably thought the same thing about me oh she doesn't have notes so she is prepared but then I started to think by the end of the second day that oh well because I didn't have that much material prepared they probably thought I was unprepared which then I realized because I got my mark that no it did come across that I was prepared but we just get so caught up in comparing what we've done to others and it's just really harmful to our mental health at the end of the day because that was only two days worth of comparison in a very intensified form I feel but it's intensified when we're looking at Instagram every day or Facebook or whatever your platform might be that you're looking at some kind of images or videos or content or TikTok maybe. <laughs> That's like a prolonged but intensified thing because we're exposing ourselves to it all the time and we probably don't realise that we're causing ourselves those negative emotions like I was feeling stress, anxious, negativity, self-doubt, um, like I felt like a failure, feeling stupid, like these thoughts might differ depending on what area of your life it is but we probably don't realise that we're inflicting those thoughts on ourselves if we're in a constant cycle of it. I hope that makes sense, I think it would because I think we're always in this cycle of comparison and I kind of want you guys to give yourself a little reminder to get out of it and let yourselves have some positive self-talk and back yourselves in and realise that comparing yourself to others isn't an accurate reflection of yourself in any way shape or form okay so that's the takeaway from today's episode it was just comparison is the thief of joy I'm not adding anything new to this conversation besides my little story which I hope you enjoyed (laughs) but I just wanted to give you the reminder to stop comparing because we all need reminders sometimes a loving reminder that you know you are enough stop comparing comparison is the thief of joy you've heard it before you will hear it again but hopefully today's episode is that little yep got it that's the reminder I needed the kick up the butt that I needed I am good enough I'm gonna I've done this a lot too like if you're finding that Instagram's where you compare delete it 
I've gone through so many periods where I've deleted Instagram because I know I'm so guilty of comparing myself to others. And if you find that you've already figured out the tips and tricks to overcome comparison, please send me a message, slide into my DMs and tell me the secrets because you're onto something if you have and you can be a guest on the podcast if you figured all of that out. But thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to chatting again to you next week. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you keep up to date with when the episodes come out. You'll get a notification each time a new episode arrives. And if you haven't already, please rate and review the podcast. It would mean the world. Thanks so much, guys, and I'll chat to you next week. Bye.